0: <laughs> Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome <laughs> to the <laughs> Safina Society <laughs> podcast <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Alhamdulillah, very good So Dr. Shadi wrote this book, The Science of Tawheed I didn't know about this, This what is this?
1: So Science of Tawheed was, uh, is a booklet that covers a couple things that uh, we always talk about So three major things we always talk about One is the logical basis for our religion That we have to have a logical basis, a rational basis for a belief in a, uh, a creator who has certain attributes. And secondly, rational basis for belief in the Prophet wasalam, which I hopefully we're going to go over today. Uh, I, that's what's scheduled, right? So then the other thing is the actual thing that draws a person near to Allah. And I have here about 30 or 40 pages of um, the attributes, the divine attributes, right? Mm. And what they actually mean. Because it's beautiful. You hear things like Al um, Alim. The All-Knowing and uh, al okay. mul Knower of the Unseen and they sound pretty similar. Right? So we get I get through to into all the names that are similar but and what's the difference between the two? You know, it's my favorite section of that book. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was really it was really the most like I yeah. learned so much from it. Yeah. So that and that was that was that's something that I didn't I, every 99 Names book I went into I sort of like got dizzy after a little bit. Yeah. I did not know what's going on in the book. So this one each name is treated in like one or two paragraphs and the point of treatment is comparison with similar names right so that's how uh we go into that then we go in, the 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 unseen things the yet we don't really cover much of them because there's hardly any debate on them that's the main reason like for example angels afterlife um the other heavenly books. It's the basics. The basics. Yeah, no one. There's no issue of debate. Then we get into the the topic that many people consider to be uh, really important, and some people consider controversial. Which is um, in every study of aqidah, you have to study the firq, yeah. the groups. Heresiology. Heresiology. You have yep. to study heresiology. So you can't just study what's right. You have to study what's wrong in order to avoid it. So that's the logic. So if you have something pure, you don't want. You have to know what's impure, so you don't mix it up and <coughs> ruin it okay so on that we have atheism evolution problem of evil oh uh, theistic evolution before that refutation of theistic evolution the problem of evil and then shirk what constitutes shirk takfir right when can you make takfir and what constitutes it and then sects that are by necessity kafir there are some sects that are in the ummah by putting themselves in the ummah, right? <laughs> like the Prophet ﷺ said, Kunu fi ummati.' There will be in my ummah." He didn't say "of my ummah." There's min ummati of my ummah and fi ummati. That means they're putting themselves in the ummah. So the not, the outsider thinks they're from the ummah, right? Mm-hmm. So and they are by necessity kafir. So we cover those, and and then bidah and the sect uh, and and the types of beliefs that make a person bidah and the a bidah and the implications. So that's the part where now uh, apparently that's like so supposedly controversial or something. But hey, we do we have a religion or do we not? Right? We yeah. got a religion. There, there's a book. If you contradict that book, right? There's no there, And someone said recently, oh well, you don't know their interpretation. The thing is this: Allah says we reveal this Quran bilisan right. Mubin in a clear Arabic tongue. And the word clear, bayan, its derivatives come in the Quran 275 times. So the point is that Allah is repeating over and over. I've made this book clear: what the word that's in it is what's meant. How the Arabs understood it is what's meant. So, what kind of constitute? Uh, what kind of law? Uh, philosophy of laws that you said? Oh, that's that's uh, originalism. Originalism. Yeah. What did it mean to those Arabs? And then you there's something called like a qamus, which is a lexicon, and it gives you all the possible meanings that the Arabs used. And how do they get that? By referring back to lines of poetry.
2: And this is why the Jahiliya poetry is it's so, important. so important.
1: And they have it. And it's actually mutawatir. It's transmitted with tawatir. Wow. Uh, it was transmitted with tawatir before Islam and then after Islam. And uh, the Muslims preserved it for that. So when you get to a lexicon, you look up a root, you'll get any Quranic ayahs first, then hadith, then sayings of Sahaba, and then they'll go into the pre-Islamic poetry.
3: MashaAllah.
1: Oh. Right? <clears throat> So just to prove to you what that word means, or poetry of the first century, right, right, basically. right. So,
0: so is that book like available to anybody, or so this book? Class?
1: Yeah, this book actually, um, it did. It did. It's it's one of those books where it's not fine polished. Like there's some little things here and there uh, in terms of typos. It's not like fine polished, but that's correcting them like, if you want my. copy. Oh yes, please. I sure. need your copy after that. Um, uh, but we did actually accidentally order 120 extra. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so because the, because it's not a final final copy I'm not uh, yet putting it out to everyone but only advertising it to the people who signed up for the website because now we have like a site membership that has perks with it yeah. right so this will be their first perk right always, that they could uh, buy the book speaking right?
4: of you could always put up like
1: a page of like
4: errata like afterwards
1: what's
2: that
4: like the like it changes right to like that edition. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Like oh, by the way, but it's that. it's second it's edition. literally
2: like a letter. Oh yeah, then if it's nothing like crazy, then it's
4: it's, it's, like like crazy, then it's, it's second yeah, edition.
1: It's a, yeah, yeah. Uh, but th- and then we'll see how that goes, and then we'll just try to we'll sell those hundred and twenty because I think it's actually beneficial for high schools. I want to actually send it to high schools. Ah. I think it's really
2: I think it's it's you know like I was telling you when we first uh, got here that. Yeah. Uh, People that I've been talking to that have taken the class with us have said that it's really, really clearly written and really yeah. well written. Um, I'll just take exception with originally you called it a booklet, but what is it like three hundred pages, I don't know. two something? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I called it a, a book That's not a booklet. Yeah. It's a handbook. We're like two, two, 225 at this point. It, it's by the way. It's I. I think that it's it's a perfect summary of of the topic. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: the usually. rational basis for and actually I put in a top a, a chapter that we don't usually have in Aqidah books, which is reasons people stay or become Muslim, yeah. right? And mm. then six reasons where Islam covers all six, but no other religion can really claim to cover all six. Every like, other religion is like one or two, right? But, like I've read a lot of books on this topic
2: because I was a convert, right? So right. I'm looking for every book was like four hundred pages, yeah, two hundred of them on. Ha- quoting hadith about angels and mm-hmm. about, you know, the last days and about Imam Mahdi. Yeah. Which is you know, how much of that do I really need yeah. for my to live my life here? Yeah. Right? As a matter of fact, I was talking to my wife just a few days ago and she was saying something about I was like, I don't not familiar with the topic that much. Yeah. She was like, What do you mean? <laughs> and I said, I don't know about zaman stuff. Yeah. I d I don't it's not important to me. Yeah. Like it's important. I know the basics but my my day of judgment is coming up any so minute. either now. way, yeah. it could be before I get home tonight. Yeah, but it's definitely within a few years, Somehow. right? It's within a couple of decades max. Somehow. So what am I doing? Yeah, why am I worrying about when Imam Mahdi is coming and saying Isa. Yeah. I just I know what I accept as part of my religion, and I move on to what really matters. And the way like the I, fact that I don't do what I'm supposed <laughs> to do,
1: <laughs> like what Habib Omar says, is okay. What if Imam Mahdi came? What is he going to tell you to do? Apply the Sharia that you already have. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Yeah. I never it. He's, he's not coming with no. i never <laughs> thought before <laughs> like people, people are waiting for
4: it I know, like a big reveal. Yeah. It's like well, Oh, now I revealed. gotta start praying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he,
1: he's not gonna come with a thicker that'll solve all your problems. He's not gonna come with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's just gonna tell you to do what you're already doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. So what I loved about this book yeah. is that it's focused. No. It's focused on what's important. Yeah. And what's necessary for a Muslim to know and preserve their iman. Yeah. Right. So I, I think
1: it's it's excellent. If anyway, if we
2: put it up for sale to the subscribers on the on the Safina thing. Yeah, yeah the for the they people who are
1: up, yeah, for people who are uh, site members, this should go up uh very shortly. We're just uh finalizing What, a, what with about the Patreon chain. members? Patreon the donors are getting it by the way. They're
0: the, getting pa- a The copy. Patreon
1: yeah. uh those who gave like I think it's 25 and up, they're getting it for a, a copy. Good. Masha so Allah.
0: yeah. Yeah, so I mean uh one thing I have been meaning to say for a few episodes now. Uh Fitz Walton's going to kill you, if you don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Which is what uh patreon.com slash podcast. so uh if you want to become a subscriber slash you know patreon uh subscriber for our podcast it would be awesome if you could so please you know go to sspod uh, patreon.com slash podcast. so we do need to upgrade our equipment we need new mics we need a couple of new things there's a ton of stuff that we'd like to create and put together um so far, I think we get like what, 150 bucks or 190 bucks or something. Uh, if we could up that, you know, uh, we have like I would say like 99% of our subscribers aren't on paid uh, listeners are not on our Patreon. Hmm. So, uh, if you have benefited or, or listened to our episodes, you know, uh, uh the money that you give none of us are getting paid we're not taking the money for for payment it's going to go into equipment or building the podcast or you know writing materials or or paying honorarium
1: fees for any speakers yeah, that's what it's that... going to come go, it's going to come to guests <laughs> and it's going to go to uh guests and and people to reproduce the material right, right to right. reproduce the material but uh, and also guests we are flying some guests inshallah
0: yeah so inshallah yeah. We, we'd Speaking love to, be which, able
1: to do that yeah
2: Just in like a couple weeks. December.
1: Which one? Jonathan Brown. Yeah. Yeah, So
0: we have Jonathan Brown, inshallah, hopefully coming uh, soon, December, like the first week of December or something, right? Yeah. Uh, So I think we, we left off last episode... On the topic of the Prophet uh and and you know the the proofs of the Prophet Wasallam and uh, one thing that I'd like to talk about since it is you know the the first week of Rabiul Awal is uh, one thing I want to touch on this this episode is you know the the respect of the Prophet mm. you know the 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 praise that's due to the Prophet Wasallam so, so, so. uh, especially you know uh, this month and all throughout the year of course but. Um, uh, that's one thing that's not emphasized often enough, yeah. right, is, uh, you know, how do we understand, you know, what's respect towards the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Is there such thing as, you know, too much glorification, too mm-hmm. much praise of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Uh, so, I'm, I mean, I just
2: just a general question, if you can touch on that. Can start off with that. Sure. I don't even know the meaning of those words in English. <laughs> <laughs> like, there can't be too, too much, much praise. praise. <laughs> I mean, when, when people, what people usually refer to is... um don't praise him the way that the Christians did to Isa right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know any Muslim who's deifying the Prophet sallallahu Or attributing divinity to him I mean, there's those, there's those really whacked out uh, uh, Shia sects that attribute divinity to Ali That's true wasallam, But not, no one to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu no. alayhi wa sallam yeah. So anything less than that And also you can try to praise him as much as he deserves, and you won't be able to. So, yeah. what is too much? The, like I'm uh, not being facetious when I was like, it doesn't even make sense to say, yeah. "Oh, you're praising him too much." You can't even you can't get close to enough praise for him, yeah. right? The and, and, the
1: fiqh ruling on that actually is that what is too much praise is saying something beyond the bounds, like saying he's a son of God, which is because when the Prophet said said, "Don't do to me what they did to Isa," yeah. it means don't alter doctrine, right? Right. Man. Don't elevate me to a level that will alter doctrine.
2: Don't commit kufr and shirk. Yeah. But other than that, so yeah. so
4: the question isn't even like too too much. The, the the question of like, hey, what what is too much praise? That's just an amount. And so it's like if if a little praise is acceptable, then a lot of praise is acceptable. Well, think
1: about this. Think about this. Uh, that's but what's true. The, if if a lot of praise, look how look how much the prophet's been praised in fourteen hundred years. Right. Right. Well, that's been obviously Allah allowed that. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. So then what are you gonna to add to that? Yeah. Right. You can't do more than you... that. Seventy more years a lifetime of seventy years. So this is an explicit so command. A, yeah. Yeah. <im <submarine>. <sm Violina> and and that is greater than praise. Salah and salam on the Prophet. Because I could praise you can praise me, but you're not making salat and salam on me ever. It's right. never going to happen. Like you could technically it's dua, right? But no one says Sallallahu alaihi sallam except for the Prophet Sallam, and and salat and Salam upon him. In the Salah, it's way greater. In the obligatory Salah, is way greater than praising someone, right? Praise. So we do that all the time, five times a day. We make Salah and make Salah and Salam up in, in the Salah, uh, and the Adhan is done out loud. All that is categorically greater than praise. No, nah. right. And Mad- also,
2: just think about the rank of the Prophet Sallallahu alaihi wasallam, right? What are, what are we at? One and a half billion Muslims just alive yeah. right now. About, no. Everybody, not everybody fasts or does all, of the, but or pray, prays or does all of their. But almost every Muslim fasts at least sometimes. That's true, right? Like yeah. there's very few Muslims that go, I just don't fast. Yeah, like that's just I've kn- even the people who like drink and I party. I know a lot of people like that. They don't wow. fast. Allah. Yeah. This is, so is thing is, is they don't fast, but I'm they sad. make iftar. Talk <laughs> about, about last fasting
1: days, by the way. Fasting is
4: actually especially did, fasting did sh- during, during Ramadan is for some people it's easier than praying. For yeah, a lot of people, it's easier yeah. than praying. I knew people that uh, fasted during Ramadan that you know uh, that were lax people, on their prayers. And people should so the- get <laughs>
0: lax. I know people who fast in Ramadan who <laughs> just don't pray. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. ask them; it's like, "Oh, I yeah, don't pray." Yeah. no, but they'll like, be fasting. It's <laughs> so actually, in some
4: ways, it's the easier obligation.
1: Well, check this out. And and we used to not pray in our family. We didn't know what Salah was obligatory, right? But we knew fasting. Right. We didn't. We didn't even know categories of obligatory recommended. Right. When I was young, but I remember we used to have suhoor and we used to have. Iftar And we used to go pray Eid That right. was the religion Right And if you had a test You prayed two rakahs in the morning If you had a test <laughs> Right And before soccer You said Recited fatiha mm. Literally that was the religion for us And you didn't have a girlfriend That was it That was religion for us For a good decade of life That's, oh, wait, that's what we knew that's
2: what, the, that's what the average religion For an American is yeah. Not Muslim But like other <clears throat> yeah. It's other just religions. like make, make Ask yeah. for help when you need
1: it And that's A, about a little tip For <laughs> yeah. people who are Who have friends who don't pray uh, in London, there was a sheikh by the name of Mufti. Barakatullah. he's probably still around, and he had a hotline actually, which was funny. That would calls would come onto his cell phone, and he would give fatwa on the call right, nice. right there, right then and there. Like
4: <laughs> so, hotline, like a hotline.
1: Yeah, okay, like, like, like a 1 hotline.
4: One eight hundred fatwa. Yeah, one eight hundred
1: my fatwa or whatever, and then uh, he would get the calls forwarded to his phone. So one of them, in one of them, he got a call about someone who doesn't pray in the family. So he said, in my years of life, I made an analysis that people don't have a problem with Salah. They have a problem with Wudu. 100%. Right? Interesting. So he said, to get people to, to start praying, to rehab back into Salah, he said, I do something that it's a little uh, odd, but I tell them, make Salah without Wudu. Now the person very quickly does it and then feels awkward. Uh, feels awkward about yeah. it Then goes make wudu later Maybe uh, like After the first or two times But just to get him into but it But that's what he actually Tells people to do So if you have someone out there that, uh, From the listeners That you, doesn't make salah mm-hmm. You say Get in the stuff yeah. Even without wudu yep. he, Until he gets into the habit Then he'll be ashamed hmm. To do wow. it without Interesting. it By the way yeah.
2: The wudu It's And even more Washing your feet That's Getting it Getting tr- the foot In the cold yes. water In the morning <laughs> yeah. during, during For Fajr <laughs> in the winter is yeah. the thing that a lot of holds a lot of people. But you, yeah, but you know do, how many do, times do. I've seen. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. How many times I've seen people who be like, "Oh, let me pray right now because I have wudu." Yes. Like, like they have wudu from door and uh-huh. it's after time and yeah. they're praying it as soon as it comes in. He's, they still he's have wudu. sneaking yeah. it like yeah. sneaking
1: a first down. Yeah, right? he's like, "Oh man,
2: I still have wudu. Yeah. I'm gonna pray right now," because yeah. <laughs> the
1: wudu is the barrier. Yeah, and it's the test. It's the test, and that's why the Prophet ﷺ said, "They th- from the three greatest things that eliminate people's sins, right? Number one." Was making wudu When you dislike it mm.
2: And
1: one of mm-hmm. the greatest things That I did And I don't do it uh,
2: Anymore But I used to do it For a sh- really short period of time Was to stay on wudu Yeah At all times yeah. Oh yeah. yeah And That's critical I think It was know, like just so just, heavy uh, And not even for salah so like just for, for my idea. life yeah, yeah i tried like, things try are my so best so best to do so much better right? and yeah. i don't yeah. even yeah, this 100%. is this is our yeah. stupidity right it's why our name isn't yes yeah. yeah i mean right, because we forget stuff yeah. even when so i was younger
0: like my if if you left the bathroom and you didn't make wudu like it was in my house you got to make wudu yeah. like you I should be in all wudu all time, all the time, time all the time and go to bed in wudu it's a great yeah. so like i mean even just leaving the bathroom with my mom was like oh your face is not dripping you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, especially be like especially Hanafi they're not allowed to drive themselves. Yeah. Like, a sunnah not to dry themselves. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, you should. Like, I have, a question, my house, it's I have just, a question. I uh, oh, have a question. You to be able to.
1: have ahead. a question. The medhub that is the method of analogy, right? And yeah. they not figured out that there was a wisdom why the Prophet never dried sunnah. himself. Like, is that yeah, still a Sunnah in Switzerland, for example, right, where it's freezing? That that question is for you, Moine that's it's sunnah. I can understand the prophet never dried himself but I could probably think if he never said anything about why he didn't dry himself the ayla is obvious number 1 right were their towels readily available <laughs> i don't know number 2 it's by the Warm time climate. you do your feet your face is dry in the desert medina yeah. right even in the winter cuz so, it's just dry yeah so i've always wondered how the madhab that is you know Founded upon rational like uh, analogy and whatnot, never came to think that. I'm, know, gonna, there I'm just is... gonna
0: defend that by saying I'm sure they thought about it further than this. Like,
1: like for example,
0: understanding. The, you're in the mountains. I'm, I just think about this.
1: You're in the mountains of Kashmir, right? It's cold up there, yeah. and they're not drying themselves. By the way, so the the ruling is it is it in the Hanafi school that. Your wudu
2: I've never is, heard that before is this, But it's is not obligatory Like, like you not, can
1: take a break Until I think you the, dry No I think the illa Is that it's There's a symbolic I don't want to like Guess on the Hanafi school But That it's symbolic Najasa Of your sins left On leftover wudu water So they don't want to stay in the towel Could you look it up? Wait. Mufti Niyaz, what? call in. Yeah. Hold on. As I'm if gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm I wouldn't even call. know where to look this
4: up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call in <laughs>
0: We're going to call so in because <laughs>
1: many, we have many problems with, with a muggy, musky smell yeah, dude, friend, from people on. who do not dry their feet because and, and they and think throw, it's and fit. And then throw their socks on. It's a sunnah. On. And it's muggy. It's, it's just not something that's efficient at all. <laughs> but, yeah.
2: is, is, it, is it the Hanafi that's that uh, if you interrupt, you will do, you can come back to it as long as you're not dry? Or is that our school? That's our school too. Yeah,
0: you could do that in the Hanifim other ways. Yeah. yeah.
2: So if you're if you're in like a cold, humid environment, you could take a, like an hour break from your wudu because your hair still could be wet. That's true. <laughs>
1: your beard. Uh-huh. All right. So what's our topic today? If, while we get mufti on the sun. Wa alaikumussalam warahmatullah Wa
0: Mufti, you're 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 live on the podcast. That we have a question for you. Quick. Wa rahmatullah. Here you go ahead.
1: All right, uh, Mufsi, the question is as follows. What is the ruling on in the Hanafi school? This is the first question, by the way. <laughs> drying yourself after wudu.
0: Drying yourself after wudu.
1: What's the ruling on it? Is sunnah to leave yourself wet?
0: I don't know that it's anything wrong with drying after doing wudu.
1: And I don't know if that it's sunnah to leave I yourself so- wet. I don't so know that's that. an innovation then, <laughs> <laughs> because it seems like every every daisy person doesn't disbelieves in drying themselves after Wudu. So I'm like pretty sure this it it was somehow in the fit books.
4: I don't, know, I don't know
1: that that's in the fit books. <laughs> really? So this is one of those myths. It's a myth about the Hanafi school then. Double check for you, but I don't know
0: that to be with the list of sunnahs after wudu, or sunnahs during wudu. It yeah, I never now. heard that either. But mm-hmm. yeah, you I mean, it? Even the first, thing. Yeah, of like, wudu. You, like I've never heard that.
1: What is it? But you've you've never seen people practice that, Wolf Oh no, I know people practice that. Yeah. All right. So therefore, I it's it's. Uh, I hope they don't practice it
3: because they believe it Enough, or
1: required <laughs> or recommended. I'm telling you, it's you very, it's a, it's a popular. The Shafi school says that it's makruh. Shafi school says makruh. That's makruh
2: to dry yourself after making wudu. We'll the Hanafi, what I just read, the Hanafi school is that you shouldn't dry yourself in between the the limbs. In between. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs>
0: What's your second question?
1: Uh, no, well, he, there's no second question anymore that he said that it's not even a sunnah. This is my, why. My I, second question would have been like, wouldn't wouldn't it be a sunnah, like, per, by context, you know, like in a place that's hot? And that's that's I mean, that. that hot, yeah.
3: you need to
1: dry yourself that's the point. <laughs> to sure that's the point. That, that you wouldn't need that the Prophet wasallam did not dry himself. Not out of a, out of an act of worship, but rather for the simple reason that it was hot, and he's going to dry know. anyway.
3: Yeah.
1: So, uh, well, it's it's all <laughs> moot anyway. It's a moot point anyway. Now that we know that it's not a sunnah, and it's only a sunnah in the Shafi'i school. We need a, we need to find the Shafi'i now to beat up on, yeah, which I never knew. Did you know this? I've yeah. never seen any I, Arab I, do this. That's why I looked it up. Uh, yeah.
0: All right,
2: Because I, re- I remember
1: that from we'll, from, we'll, we'll, from we'll the let you go days.
2: Drama. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. All right, well, hey, just so planning. Planning. Let's call Tariq Amir yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be just like The, the phone, phone a, a friend. friend episode Bro, how come you guys don't dry <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, what's our topic today? You tell me. Right. I just told you the so the, 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 the the rational the, basis for belief in the prophet. Wait, so, so we were no, no, no. So so we, were, we
2: were on praising the prophet. Yeah, well, so. oh, that's what we're on. So,
1: how do we, we get from that to drying yourself? We're talking wudu. about <laughs> wudu. we were
2: talking about people who fast or don't pray, yeah. and then oh, okay. what, uh, what what is the biggest the interference barriers. of prayer, yeah. is, and it's making wudu. people find difficulty in wudu more than they do in the you, salah, you, which is one hundred percent. You never seen that one video?
0: It's it's in Urdu though. Of that guy, like good Dubai, like in Ramadan. You you sent that to me, right, Alex? Oh, so, the one where he's like. Uh, so I'm like not, they, okay. they yeah. like they like asked this guy in Urdu. <laughs> the, his name is like Good Dubai, right? So he's just like Good Dubai. Up, you know, it's it's Ramadan, like. Uh, uh, taravi parenge? Like, are you gonna go for taravi? And he's like, nay. Like, you know, I can't do that. It's too difficult for me. He's yeah. like, He's like, are you gonna fast? And he's like, nay. Like, you know, Like, I get hungry. Right? He's like, uh I think it's something is yeah. Like, are you gonna read the Quran? He's like, no, it's too long for me. He's like, he's like, are you gonna ab uh, iftar, uh, uh, iftar It's like, yeah. are you gonna, you know, uh, have iftar? He's like, of course. Like, I'm, not, I'm not a kafir. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So so
0: there are people
2: who, you know, straight up. What I was, what I was bringing that up for, um, or in reference to, is you know, just the rank of the messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and in 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 the most basic of ways, right? So any any good thing that you instituted that others take on, you get the reward of it without it lessening the reward for them. Mm-hmm. That's true. Every good thing in Islam was instituted by the Prophet ﷺ, sal- 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 except for with Islam. some some small exceptions that other Sahabi uh, instituted.
1: Yeah. No. Well, and it would even go for him as his approval of. Right. Right.
2: So everybody who fasts yeah. in Ramadan, that the reward or of the of, of a billion fasts every Ramadan, plus the reward of everyone who fasts. Say it's just a few people, a few hundred thousand that fast. You know, the six days of Shawwal, right? Yeah. And then they fasted the, the three white days of every month. You're talking about like a million years yeah. of fasting every single year that he's rewarded Well, with, think about just this. Just on that one level.
1: Think about this. Uh, our eternity, if we're saved, we, if we're saved and we go to paradise and avoid hell, if we had to thanks a number of people, we would have to, like our parents, etc. Well, where does that shukur end at the, on the earth? It all ends back to the Prophet sallallahu, 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 right? sallallahu So if you're thanking him, if you owe him the gratitude for eternal salvation, infinite salvation, then you owe him infinite gratitude. And you're not going to fill in an infinite gratitude in, in a, in a <coughs> finite lifespan. So nothing you could do in a finite lifespan <laughs> will ever uh, be sufficient gratitude to the Master of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa Because he's the ultimate reason why uh, those who are saved from hell after his coming are saved from hell.
2: And so you saying, "Sallallahu alaihi or reciting "Dalal al Khayrat" or something like that. Yeah, it's like a drop in an ocean. It's a drop. So some some people. It's for your benefit, not his. Some
0: people say that they feel uncomfortable, you know, with the, the phrase like "Yeah, Muhammad Sallallahu uh, alaihi wasallam." You know what? Like his. Uh, I know, like people feel uncomfortable for some strange reason, you know, uh, about you know this type of phrase
2: well, or. Do they pray? Because how do they feel about "Assalamu alaik." Yeah.
0: yeah. Assalamu alayka right? Ayyuh, yeah. Ayyuhha and yeah, yeah ayyuh, Nabi, right? Same
1: thing, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, so. so, here's the thing is that in the salah, we give salam directly to the Master of Allah, sallallahu yeah. alayhi wa sallam, and As-salamu believe sallam. that every Thursday, Allah uh, returns a soul to uh, uh, his, a consciousness to be able to be to hear or to receive the salam of the ummah, right? And the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, ruhi, uh, every uh, evening before Friday. Allah returns to me my soul and I receive the salam of the ummah and reply there is salam Yeah. Right? so if that's happening the idea of and someone like when they see it in poetry yeah Muhammad a lot of it is symbolic but at the same time we don't really believe in the non-existence of the Prophet we believe he still exists and as we know in sound hadith he's shown our deeds
0: so so when we say like "Assalamu salamu alayka right yeah. uh, I've read both you know, version Both like Like some people say That, you know It's actually the angels Who take that salam And then they give it To the Prophet salam, Or is he hearing it directly So, you know what, what is it?
2: So this is one of the issues This is one of the things That I first really delved into Just based on logic, right? Textually Based on the On, on the primary text But just also from From our From basic logic Alright So if you're at the grave If you're in Medina And you're at the roda. You yeah. say Assalamu alaik, Assalamu alaikum, right? You're directing directly to the Prophet sallallahu yeah. alayhi You're not saying Ya yeah, Allah, de- deliver my salams, and I'm standing right in front of the road because right? the deceased here. Right. So this is just a matter of distance. How far from the road can can I say Assalamu alaikum, ya Rasulullah? Mm. How far? Is it is ten feet? It? Mm. Is it right at the at the edge of the masjid? Is it in my hotel where I'm staying while yeah. I'm on Umrah or Hajj? Yeah. Is it anywhere in the peninsula can i be in new jersey this is not a physical ear we're talking about right so what difference does distance make and what textual proof is there that establishes what the the limit what the limit is there is none so you're just making stuff up to say oh yeah you can at the grave but not from where you are in america okay what's where's the cutoff and where do you get that from you made it up because you don't like it because you feel like it's shirk And you have no basis for feeling that way So you should stop telling people Not to do something that's to their benefit It's not even for the messenger Because he doesn't benefit from this I mean if there is any benefit It's it's infinitesimally small It's for the benefit of the believer To draw nearer to him And to grow in our love for him Which we don't have enough of So I get really upset about that because they're making stuff up. They're making up rulings for no reason. And any I don't care how big their sh- their, their gurta is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say beard but whatever. I don't care I don't care where they where they studied if they were at the university of the king of, of the whole world and uh, whatever it is. The the
1: closeness to the Prophet وسلم, really determines our closest to Islam. Right. And our proper understanding of his sunnah, which is always developing because no one none of us practices uh, the akhlaq of the Prophet perfectly So we're always developing in that But insofar and, and as nearness to the Prophet is That is our nearness to Islam mm. There's no difference between Islam and the Prophet sallam, Because he's the one who brought it um. And
2: for people who aren't Arab speakers natural, n- Natively or haven't studied at a high level yeah. It is their That's their main access to this religion Is through the life of the Prophet yeah. If you're a native Arabic speaker Who knows Fusha Or you studied at the university level Then you can read the Quran and then you have a, a greater connection Right But if you don't Which is the majority Of the ummah You need the Prophet Sallallahu, yeah. sallallahu of course, Yes, Of course Because To quote Hamza Yusuf You tell someone Who doesn't speak Arabic This is a book In it <laughs> Right yeah. Like what does that mean Yeah Like what, what are you doing here Like the translations Translation Aren't helping Translation of the Quran yeah. It's not helping yeah. it's, it's beneficial But it's not connecting you To this religion did In you a foundational know, way
1: Did you know That uh, Habib Ahmad Shul Haddad Transmits A great debate on the permissibility of translating the Qur'an period No. Yeah. Yeah, like, of course there, there was a, an it's opinion. all interpretation there's a classical opinion prohibiting why do you think translations never existed before like modern times yeah like how many Muslims were there that didn't speak the Arabic language for centuries tons no translation so there's actually wow. debate on the permissibility sure. of translating the Qur'an it's a first world thing because yeah. it's
4: a representation of the actual thing. correct
1: and, and, and the, the imams they used to consider it a, blas- a blasphemous act to translate the Quran I
2: never even thought about yeah. that Well, uh, l- You look at the English <laughs> language Which has probably The, m- the most translations of any mm-hmm. And how many are there And they're all different Like yeah. really different yeah. Sometimes giving Completely different meanings yeah. Is that the Quran? Yeah. And is that what Allah Intended for people to receive?
1: I mean if Allah if, Allah.
4: if things are lost In translation Between just normal speech I mean how of can course, you guarantee yeah. that, that there isn't meaning yeah. That isn't and lost
1: and, and it's very rare To pick up the Quran the tra- These translations And be inspired To be honest with you uh, most I've, definitely.
0: Most definitely. Have yeah. you noticed mm-hmm.
1: that it's almost like these translations are almost like a lot, uh, are cursed almost. It's like no translation is good. Oh, yeah. You yes. notice this? Yeah. Abdul Hamid's is the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's almost as if Allah is saying, listen to the actual book, read the seerah of the Prophet sallam, that the translation of the Quran is rarely to anyone except it causes more confusion right than anything else. And have you ever been in a program where the Imam opens with a recitation? Then they bring a student or someone, volunteer, to read, read the tra- translation. You know, everyone's zonked out and zoned out during yeah. that. Everyone knows that. No one's paying attention.
2: By the way, you know, I've yet to see a good translation of the word takwa. Yeah. Like, I don't, there's not a good one. You can't do it. You have to use the word. It's impossible. Yeah. Like, you can try to use, like, a, a few phrases yeah. to convey some of the meaning of the word, but it doesn't, yeah. doesn't do it. It just doesn't.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean and that, that's like a lot of.
2: And that's one word
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, But just coming back To the praise of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi wa I mean along with praise You know uh, Because And I don't want to dive Into it too deeply But I think You know uh, I'd like to touch on The idea of You know Why it's not just Okay to believe In Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Without the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi right? Um, and, and I know We kind of dig on perennialists all the time, but like truly, you know, what is the problem with this? Because a mm-hmm. lot of people are under this impression that it's completely okay, you know, to believe in in God and you know, not believe in the prophets of the law See, I mean it, along it, with that topic and the second question I have to go with that that you can perhaps answer is, you know, what do we categorize as disrespect to the Prophet Sallallahu Okay, that's a
1: good question. Right. The uh, Ibn al al jawziyyah says that belief in the Prophet sallallahu alaihi takes priority over belief in Allah Taala, in not in this in the actual sense, but as a a judge, as a criterion of piety. He says why? Because Jews believe in the believe in Allah, right? Christians believe in Allah, right? And Muslims believe in Allah. But what is Allah demanding? He's demand. He's not demanding just believe in me. He's demanding belief in every prophet. Right? And that's part of belief in Him. True belief in Him or truly true rejection of Him is by rejecting what He commanded to believe in or vice versa. Right. So His command to believe in uh, the in the Prophet wasallam is the test of whether or not right. believers <clears throat> will continue to believe in Him. That's the first thing. Secondly, of the people who believe in Allah, none of them have tawheed properly. Right, The way the Prophet ﷺ transmitted it In other words, Musa transmitted it properly But clearly it was lost
2: For sure, they're anthropomorphous yeah. now
1: yeah. Prophet Isa transmitted it properly Clearly that was lost Right. They're mushriks now So now the Prophet ﷺ Has came with such clarity In doctrine That the Tawheed of Muslims Is not the Tawheed of Christians or Jews right. mm-hmm. Our beliefs about God are completely different
3: mm-hmm.
1: Right God being in parts, God being in His creation, right? Uh, the even the merciful element of, of of God, in comparison to, you know, uh, the Old Testament, is completely different. So, so from those two aspects, that Allah is not just asking for belief in Him; He's asking for belief in Him and everything else He tells you to believe in. Right. Right. And if you disobey those, mm-hmm. then you've disobeyed Him, right? And mm-hmm. that, in that sense, then uh, you don't count as a believer right so belief in the prophet sallallahu is more important than any other thing after believing in allah
4: also i mean <clears throat> just that question itself what is the basis of that question like, like what what types of people are asking that question
0: it, it's it rather than like people asking the question yeah. i i meet a lot of people who like are an,
4: like for example, if, if it's a if it's a I mean, I mean, I'm talking about Muslims. So, right? if it's a Muslim asking the question, right? How are they identifying as like Muslim if they don't believe in the Prophet? Because everything that we know about Islam has come through the Prophet. So, if you don't believe in him, and and I'm guessing that what what they mean by that is we don't believe they don't believe he it's existed not it's or not
0: that, it's not that they don't believe they obviously believe in the Prophet of otherwise they wouldn't be a Muslim. Okay, right? so but they're like are they? you know, they you know. What if they say that? Hey, obviously we believe in the Prophet sallallahu We're Muslims. Right. We believe in the Quran and the Sunnah and everything there. But it's like, does everybody else have to believe in the Prophet sallallahu Is that like an
2: absolute necessity? Like everyone no. else that's not Muslim? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can uh, continue they not they, being Muslim. Yeah, I guess.
4: I guess that's the question. No, no that's what I'm saying. There's no but compulsion so, in but religion. But
0: they'll say they'll say that yeah. you know like um, does
4: ev- oh are they? You're you're asking. <laughs> I mean, I think what you're getting you, at is, can we, they not believe in? Uh, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and still be saved, right? Yes, like that's, that's essentially what, it it's what it's, it's, you, it's, you know. What
0: salvific a, a, like consequences? Right, yeah, I mean, right.
2: I mean if they never heard this, of yeah. him, yeah.
1: you know what that you know what that is. That is really misunder, uh, really underestimating. Okay, what Allah wants from people. Yeah, it's, really, it's almost like saying, "Hey, can we get into? Can you get into Harvard? Hey, I mean, I didn't go through high school technically, but I mean, I know stuff. Why can't I get into Harvard?" Now if imagine someone comes I had I had some Egyptian people.
4: Didn't take the SATs. They,
1: some <laughs> Egyptian people who who the kids were like horrible in school, but they were rich and they said, Well, our kids are gonna go to Harvard, right? And we said, Really? Like they don't have the grades to come near going to Harvard, right? They Do, couldn't even fill out the application. These people don't
2: even want to go to Harvard shit. They want to they're saying, Can this person be awarded like, not a, moderate, idea a of legit PhD <laughs> without having ever attended the class? Yeah. I mean they took other classes. <laughs> yeah. They learned it's, like it's, typing. It's,
4: it's, even, it's even more than that. It's like, it's like um it's like you didn't even apply to Harvard and you're like, why yeah. can't I get into yeah, Harvard? But no theoretically.
1: Here, yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> they don't even want Harvard. They want the reward of Harvard. Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. They they were insistent on going to Harvard, but I'm like, you got you're not even in the in the league. You're not even in the same ballpark yeah. of what it takes to get <laughs> into that school. They're like, why is this so complicated? Right? We'll pay the fees. Right, It's like you're not even in the same uh, zip code at this point, right? So likewise, people who talk, and, like the way you're talking, say, well, let's believe in God. He's a nice guy, right? <laughs> it's enough. Like, we want to tell them, like, Allah is actually serious and he has demands, mm-hmm. right? right? Yeah. On life, on how just you obligations. live. obligations, yeah. It, you're Otherwise, not-
4: everybody would just
1: automatically enter exactly. and we would so have to do anything. I'm telling him like, honestly, you're not even You'd in the right like zip a, code. You'd have like a suicide ramp to like get
4: me there as quick as <laughs> possible
1: if I don't got to do no. nothing.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go even a little bit further with this. Yeah. I don't know how much they these, these people that are like, they believe in God, but not, the, I don't even know how much they believe in God or what kind of God they're believing in in the first place, right? Yeah. Because this is a God of convenience. Semantics. This yeah. is a God, it is, a God it's of convenience. Yep. This is a God who you can be like, no, I'm not just spiritual. I actually believe in God. Yeah. Well, what do you do? What, yeah. On what basis? What yeah. is your book? What is Where's your, your message? Effort? Yeah. What, what do you think What's God your wants of you? Of God? Yeah. Not just to be nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's not the rule, buddy. Nice on your standards. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah and, and that I, that's kind of what I was getting to, right? Like, I mean, I've. Uh, I, I've Spoken to people, co-for-olds. spoken to people, read things from yeah. people. You know, they'll they say they'll say things like, "It's like, oh, you this don't know, when Hawking died, you, don't right? know people you don't know people's intentions, you don't know, you know, what kind of condition that Allah has placed them under." You know, we should, uh, you know, try to think best of people. But uh, I, and there's a difference between that, like, okay, connect. thinking like, okay, that you know this person may not have known about islam and then there's another thing is in terms of like making excuses for everybody into to a point that like yeah. you no longer even like like say that you have to believe in the yeah. prophets also yeah.
1: well you know you know my <laughs> my so response to those you know my response to those is you're may, you're saying maybe this maybe that also maybe allah is serious Allah. How about that Right yeah. Maybe this Maybe Yeah maybe And maybe Allah Is that serious about the prophet Maybe Allah didn't reveal a book And send yeah. a
2: messenger And put him through All of the trials That he went through And all the suffering That he endured yeah. To bring us this message Just so you can go Yeah but You know yeah. This guy doesn't really like it So we're gonna go with Jesus On this one And Buddha on the other yeah. one Yeah And ultimately it's entitlement It's an ah. entitlement mentality yeah. And here's the thing Just yesterday so After class Somebody came up to me And they were They were asking me a question um, About About you know, people in the hellfire forever, and how bad can your sin be in this life yeah. that you get? And you know, I made a point that I, I and I'll, I'll fact check it here with you, Sheikh, is yeah. very, as, if you just apply the rules of what Allah is confining people to eternal hellfire for, yeah. it should be very few people throughout history. Like, I'm not saying it's a handful, but it ain't billions, because you need to have heard the message with clarity Known that it was true and then rejected it. Yeah. Knowing knowing the consequence of that rejection. Yeah. How many people are choosing eternal hellfire? Yeah. And if you did, you you wanted it. Mm-hmm. Like there's not, they, they, it can't be that many people. Mm-hmm. And everyone else, it'll be, uh, you know, Allah is the judge of that and He's merciful and just. The Muslims are in the biggest danger at the end of the day. Or yeah. people who've heard the message, obviously. But we're in the biggest danger because we're held accountable. Yeah, Right? So our religion is more beautiful in that. It's the only religion I know of that says, you know, the people who have no association, probably just skating. Yeah. Right. And you, here's your responsibilities and yeah. you're responsible for them and you're accountable for them. And you may be, you may have to be purified in that fire for a time before you enter Jannah.
1: In Christianity, there's, there's a concept of going to hell first.
2: Uh, there's, I don't, there's purgatory. There's, purg- <laughs> there's purgatory for, which is like the. Wait it's weight but it's weight listed as in you have you have some sins and some sinfulness you're gonna sin be burnt all it's Allah what happens there Well,
0: I not a thing, <laughs> not a thing for, actually you know what Allah knows <of> best <laughs> what
2: happens yeah. in you, that imagination you know, you know what <laughs> <purgatory>, <laughs> you know what purgatory is like it's almost like the barzakh right yeah. okay. for yeah. us like you're in the grave there's some questioning there's some there's some there's some punishment if you were bad and there's some good news if you were good is purgatory
4: the same thing as limbo I was just going to ask
0: limbo
2: is is for unbaptized babies (laughs) limbo is a game played (laughs) when you have to go (laughs) so the thing with limbo right it's for unbaptized babies because of original sin, right? So your parents were Catholic but they didn't baptize you. Yeah. You're hanging out in limbo and again, who knows who according to them who knows what yeah. happens, right? I'm telling you one of the
1: in, our, in the religious life of Muslims, in the religious life of anyone, you need to grasp onto an, a human being. Right? You need a human example because to to <laughs> to say that yes, yeah, to say that I'm spiritual, And I'm close to God, that's really good for you, but you're imagining God to be the way you want, right? But to have an example. Or well, what does it mean to worship Allah? it means to have these akhlaq right here. It means to do these acts right here. And that you take with certainty yeah. because you have a historical figure whose, whose words and actions and everything was written down for us to follow. And I'm telling you, the the people, if even young people, who learn and are taught and are naturally exposed to attachment to the Prophet, and not by teaching, not by saying, oh, be attached to the Prophet, no. <laughs> <laughs> in, in reality, by um, uh, just having a, a good spirit and a good mood about the Prophet every time he comes up. Yeah. Right? Not just the one who gave us the message and came back and his, and his hadith or the law. Not just that, no. Shama'il stories and characteristics, right, of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you feel that, and especially, and this is something that it's not necessarily for people to love the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but it's, it definitely does have an effect. The idea of, a, of the maulid season and people are in a celebratory mood connected to the prophet every year, right this happens once a year and you have three, four five six thing events like this it revives a young person's love of the prophet son and we're going to tell us in that in this era you need a lot of reminders in this day and age, the day that we live in the time that we live in today, you can have heard the same subject you need another reminder because we're bombarded by so many stimuli that they're just washing out like everything you know. Everything you know is slowly getting washed out and crammed and pushed out of your memory bank, so you need constant, nonstop reminders. Mm. Right? Mm. And even you imagine like you, you hear something, uh, uh, you know, a hundred times. But in this day and age, it's like between that hearing, the 99th hearing, and the hundredth hearing, I was also exposed to a million stimuli that I actually probably forgot. You know what the Battle of Bedr was, or whatever story is being told, or how the Prophet treated. Uh, you know this orphan or that orphan right so for that reason constant non-stop it should be read and uh, shaikh hayya actually read the entire um al-tirmidhi uh, every with murabit al-hajj at his bedside every night wow. can you imagine that like wow. at, at murabit al-hajj's bedside with like a, a flame he read he would read to him while before murabit al-hajj goes to sleep right because he was old at that time so he would teach in his bed laying down and Shakyahi was sit there, read, and, and, and Murabd would give uh, commentary. And Shakyahi was Muslim for like a year or two at that point. And Murabd said, Hajj, that goes to show you that the real teachers, the real transmitters, and real representatives of the Prophet ﷺ, صلى these great ulama, they would teach from like what we would say from like beginners to the, the most advanced students. Right, and, and they transmitted that and, and one of the things that Sheikh Yahya said is that when he would read the Shema'il he would actually have already recognized what he's reading in Murabit al-Hajj
2: SubhanAllah, Subhanallah. Yeah.
1: Wow. one time he told me that Murabit al-Hajj uh, was reading with him and then all of a sudden Murabit leaned forward he looked right looked left to make sure there was no one there then he pointed at his cheeks, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaving your beard? Haram." Right? Whispered it. Oh, Nobody oh. was there, but he whispered it. It's haram. Right? Wow. And yeah, he said, uh, "Yeah, Shaykh, Right? <laughs> the, the hair doesn't. The hair doesn't, <laughs> doesn't grow doesn't out. Grow. Right. And then he looked. Right, and he said, "Ah, oh, okay, qalb he said, oh, okay, you're in the heart, you're in the heart. <laughs> But you just look at how gentle he was In telling him "Like that is haram He looked both ways and whispered it MashaAllah Right? SubhanAllah Unbelievable rahmah <inaudible> that, these, <inaudible> that these people had Unbelievable rahmah SubhanAllah and, and when you see that that's the representative Of the Prophet You'd be like If that's the representative 1400 years later Right? SubhanAllah 1400 years later so it it really breaks any of these notions and many muslim youth have this that um, the the more people get into deen the meaner and nastier they get right and unfortunately there are some sects that are that you have to be mean and nasty to get to the top right but that's just not the truth and it's unfortunate that that those sects are out there but Messenger peace be upon him was extremely rahim with everyone. Mm. Unbelievable. And Hassan bin Thabit said, I didn't praise Muhammad with my words, but the name Muhammad praised my words. Right. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Subhanallah. I haven't
2: I haven't looked at it, but in this regard, Abu Sufyan anh, his uncle. Yeah. Apparently had a huge, a, a huge and really beautiful diwan of poetry and praise of the Prophet of Allah. Yeah, For all the people who think that Abu Sufyan was, you know, a, a, a convert of convenience, he yeah. was. A, he was a believer in, in a tough political situation, yeah. and eventually was
1: able to do it openly. Here's the thing, Abu Sufyan. Um, if you notice, he enters Islam. Abu Lahab doesn't. Abu Jahl doesn't. Uh, Umayy bin Khalaf doesn't. Because Allah Ta'ala says, those who make fun of you, I will take care of them. Which means, those who make fun of the Prophet ﷺ, Allah will take care of them. Okay. Uh, Abu Sufyan, not once did he make mock the messenger or criticize the messenger. He was a man who was in power and thought, let me try to keep it on as much as I could. Yeah. Which 99% of those people in power would do. And then when he had a chance to tell a lie on the Prophet, he couldn't. Right? Like, he, 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 he just couldn't bring himself to tell a lie against the Prophet ﷺ. So uh, and even he didn't even want to be seen, right, telling a lie about the Prophet peace be upon him. So the only thing that he'd ever say is that his message is divided households. Right? That's the only thing he'd ever say. Or the... No, sorry, that was actually... Another one, what, what he said was... Um, oh, when he was asked, does he keep his word? Right? He said, the only thing I could think of against the Prophet... Was to, say, was to answer by saying, up till now, right? When he was asked by the king, when he went to, to Jerusalem. So, <laughs> so the, the whole story is this. The whole story is that Abu Sufyan goes to do trade in Jerusalem. Heraclius asks to, to meet him. He said, we've heard that you have a, a man who claimed prophecy. So we have some questions. So he pulled him forward in front of his the rest of the people so that he could look at the reaction of the people, to Abu Sufyan's words hmm. to see if Abu Sufyan saw the truth then he said things well what does he ask you to do he said believe in one God and he said what does he tell you about um, uh, did, did, was his father a king he said no his father was never a king he said something like did he ever recite poetry before the Quran certain questions all to see if this is a prophet or is this a, a fake Right. and then he said does he keep his word Right. and that's when Abu Sufyan said all I could think of to put the prophet down at that point was to say up till now Right, so that that was Abu Sufyan. He never mocked the Messenger himself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- for that reason, the mercy reached him.
0: Right. Okay. So <clears throat> now you know, we touched on the idea of of, of you know the belief in the Prophet's Ahlul uh, now Now, bis- without getting into any controversial stuff you know i'd like to talk about you know what does it mean to disrespect the prophet sallallahu you know um a few years ago i i wrote a status up that you know uh in in the maliki method for example if someone were to say that um you know i like squash you know and another person says oh i don't like squash and you bring up the prophet ﷺ, you know to defend like oh you know the prophet sallallahu like likes like squash or whatever yeah. whatever thing it may be you know and if somebody were to say I still don't like squash, you know. Like yeah. that would be kofar, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I and I think there is no there is no
1: madhab stricture uh, <laughs> on the issue of respect to the Prophet's side than the Madhiki school. So
0: I, I put up that status and what the one and and and, and, and you know uh, uh, I won't say which sect which yeah. sect he was, but yeah. uh, someone from another sect like commented like you know that this is the reason why there's so many killings. Of uh, you know, he's like he said like, he's like it's because of Malik that there's so many killings yeah. of uh, of of you know our people in you know in 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 in, in like so many nations, yeah. right? So then like uh, obviously all the Maliki Shabab like came <laughs> on and they, like cussed him out too yeah. one, like, well, here, and, like he, take for,
4: that here, one down. Here's and, one criteria: <laughs> close Facebook account. Yeah, close yeah.
2: my Facebook account. So he was criticizing Imam Malik. Because of because of because of his love of, of the Prophet. Because, Allah, because, right? yeah. the prophets also.
0: because, because Imam his, Malik Imam Malik like had someone beat because they said that they yeah. didn't
2: like the sand of Medina, I think, right? See I mean I mean <laughs> the thing is, if you if you look at the criteria for awliya, right? And you apply it to Imam Malik, <laughs> yeah. he's fulfilled it. And so now you're going to war with the The Awliya of Allah. Yeah. Right. Good luck. <laughs> and, and, and 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 over the praise, and over the protection of the honor of Rasulullah. So, s- Allahum s- Allahum s- Allahum. S- so I don't even want to no, stand next no. to you, bro. <laughs> so then, what does it mean to like you know? Well, when I put
0: this up, there was here. there was people you know who were, and I'm I'm not just talking about Facebook. I've spoken to people about this in person, even in my own community. Like you know, they'll say it's like oh these things are a little bit extreme. What does it mean to be, you know, Here's extreme? Thing. <laughs> in you know, is it extreme to say that, uh, you know, you can't disrespect the Prophet What is exactly disrespect? Okay,
1: so number one, the you, what's unique in the Madaki school is that there's no istitaba for disrespect to the Prophet Reason being is that that's something only the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam can forgive. You insulted the Prophet; only the Prophet can forgive that. That's the,
2: it's what you just said By istitaba exactly. right? yeah. By istataba, you mean istataba
1: like Istitaba is the period of three days You have to think of your actions And make tawbah If you make tawbah You're not executed Well what, and, that, and that exists in blaspheming the religion uh-huh. But it doesn't exist in blaspheming the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You should make tawbah It benefits yeah. you in the You have to life, make tawbah. Which you're going to go to right away Yeah <laughs> but, but the the Maddox logic is Only the messenger can forgive that because that's a personal insult mm-hmm. so therefore we have to actually send you to the afterlife so you can ask the prophets i Center for forgiveness right there's only one way to do that we send you to the afterlife and you could seek your forgiveness there so it's it's actually a fact in the mataki school there's no istitaba right there's no three days and then the period gets lifted so they are very strict on that so but anyway uh the issue of respect to the prophet is there are two standards the first standard is would a noble and the most noble and most respectable scenario or setting right in a person's culture to to use that as a bar that's number one and number two okay so you never walk in on the president and say hey guy or whatever right yeah i hate your rug yeah stuff like eh. that yeah. yeah You would never, how would you talk to the president? How would you talk if you were in front of a millionaire? right? And maybe or not. A billionaire. Yeah. Maybe if the
2: pre- right? And think, think about if it's the president of your party. Yeah. Because yeah. Americans exactly. are t- yeah. all about team sports. Yeah, exactly. So it has to be your team. Your party. It's the now, president of your party. If yeah. you're a Democrat, we're talking
1: Obama. Yeah.
2: And if you're a Republican, we're talking, I, I don't know, Ronald
1: Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, and number two is that a Muslim doesn't exist in a vacuum. He exists with other Muslims. So what the ulama of the time and place deem what jargon is in their time and pay, place that, that exists, they would be the arbiters of that. So, for example, the word dude, right? The word dude. Who's going to give a ruling on that? The scholars of the time. Yeah. They're going to judge whether or not you can call, is that a term of respect, right? Right. Right. If you come on and say, I'm going to come on Yom and say, hey, dude, well, you better not be talking to the Prophet, because that wouldn't be respectful. Would you talk to your dad like that? right? Hmm. And I'm talking to brown people. Would you talk to your dad like that? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yeah. So, you uh, know, be, because seriously, when I was going to school, the idea of respecting the parents was foreign, except for the brown people. And there was a brother who left us a comment say he said, hey, you guys are giving us, not giving us uh, white people a fair shake. That's probably true. We probably overgeneralized, right? About that. But it's actually, there's no... It, it, when I was going to school, the idea of respecting your parents was not cool at all.
2: No. Uh you my I had friends that called their dads them. Pete. Yeah, you yeah. Pete. That's that's
1: how he talks to his dad. Pete. Hi, Pete. Right? Hey Pete. <laughs> Shut up, Pete. Yeah. There would be, there would, <laughs> my real dad. It, I'm telling you, if we had if if, if we did that in our households, there would be a Genazza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right?
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's why I'm Same saying I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not throwing <laughs> that ethnicity under the bus or anything, but I'm just saying. No, that you're
2: right. I mean, you don't need, Speaking of that, right? Yeah. Like, peop, just think about this. You don't even call your parents by their first name. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You'd get mm-hmm. beat, mm-hmm. right?
0: I don't even call Dr. Shadi by his first name, let right. right alone <laughs> my parents. You know, exactly.
1: Like-
2: <laughs> so, what do you just.
1: Yeah. So, those <laughs> are the two criterions. Yeah. What are the ulama considered to be disrespectful? So, listen to how they talk about the Prophet, peace be upon him. And anyone whoever seen like put the book of hadith on the ground the, these little things are also uh, part of respect and i'm telling you when you have a lot of honor and respect for the mushaf and for books on the prophet and for the messenger himself for example if, if a child citing a hadith or, or says oh i heard a hadith and he's um, laughing and joking and you tell yeah. him, hold on a second if you're going to talk about hadith you can't be laughing and joking like that that teaches respect that yeah. teaches love that i mean this thing is honored this thing is like One of the untouchables yeah. Messenger of Allah Sallallahu wasallam, <laughs> Is <laughs> one of the untouchables Meaning yeah. Like you you, you you don't joke around there's No joking is acceptable On this subject You know why I think This is <clears throat> Like problematic For people That live
4: here Like in America In the west yeah. Is because Nothing is really sacred Nothing In, sacred. in, in this culture It's the opposite right? like You can make fun of anything yeah. You can say whatever you want You can say whatever you want Almost Yeah
2: Cause you know what there's they have sacred cows. Yeah. yeah. Well, he they do. The Holocaust Give an is a sacred cow. Oh, no, no, he's right. Just last week, <clears throat> this was in the news. Right. Just last week, one of the guys on Saturday Night Live made a joke about some Republican guy who was running for office. Yeah. Because he has an eye patch, and he was like, "This dude is wants to be a senator or whatever, but he looks like like a, a hitman in like a in like a X-rated SS, movie, yeah. right? Like he looks like the hitman in like an X-rated movie or something, right? He's got an eye patch. He looks yeah. like a villain or something." Yeah um and then he said and i you know and i know people would be upset because he lost it in the war but whatever right oh yeah so all the and, veterans and crazy. It came over yeah like it came everybody over. even people who make the most vulgar and disgusting uh, comedy have we're all like that's that's a line you can't cross much. why because he's a veteran yeah. and he fought for your freedoms or whatever stupid idea they have about it. Yeah. and i'm saying this on veterans day the observation yeah. of veterans Day. <laughs> 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 It's ridiculous, and it's a lie that people tell themselves. And even the most crazy free speech people that go, "You can say anything about anyone," yeah. you They're can't being say disingenuous that. And by stuff. the way, Pete Davidson, the guy who made the you joke, you can't say
4: anything about free speech.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the guy who made exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no free speech to free speech. The guy who made the joke, by the way, and then came on the next week to apologize. And they had the guy on there, and the guy got to make fun of him, and he sat there and took it and was like, "You're right, I'm sorry." He makes fun of his own father who died on 9-11. Wow. Oh, his father P. was like Davidson? a stockbroker yeah, yeah. or something. And he makes way, he way, he he way more disrespectful jokes about, jokes about, about <laughs> his own dad. Wow. That's fine. But this guy, because he was over in someone else's country invading them, killing them, raping yeah. their women, you know, destroying their, their, their civilization, their society. You, you, have to like, you can't say anything bad about him. By the way, it's yeah. Veterans Day. And um, for all of those Muslims who are in the armed forces or who served in the armed forces make Toba and get your life together and don't ride on the praise of that because what you did was, it was, listen, if you're in the military now, you probably signed up after 9-11 because it's been, what, 17 years? It's very unlikely that you were in before then. You signed up at a time when America was going to war unjustly in Muslim countries and causing the death and harm. By the way, the the, the, the ancillary harms... Women who are left with no men in their life, true. who are prostituting themselves to feed their children. Muslim women mm. are turning to prostitution to be able to just survive as a result Surah. of these wars. And you participated in it in yeah. any way, Surah. wallahi, you should make toba for the rest of your yeah. life. You should get up every day, pray turaqah, toba, and it's, not, it's probably not enough. Because what if that was your mother that that happened to? You're disgusting.
1: Oh, sure. Uh, you you can't So sign up. You,
2: there's no praise for veterans, yeah. Muslim veterans. Yeah. And I don't care if and if you're the parent of one that died over there, you should have raised a better child. <clears> Hundred
1: percent. <throat> and stop
2: and stop making and stop appearing in conferences uh, and getting yeah, famous it. over it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Taking part in an Loser. unjust war, <laughs> taking part in an unjust war yeah. is for forbidden. Mm-hmm. Period. And a Absolutely. war like where you kill yeah. Muslims. Yeah.
2: Forget an, if it's an unjust war of that's your true. Muslim leader yeah. is sending you to fight. Yeah polytheists unjustly don't do it. True. But this is your
1: the disbelieving opposite. government yeah. sending
2: you to fight the Muslims. Yeah. I don't even know if yeah. Al does not yeah. make takfir But
1: yeah, well, in the in the in sorry. the in the sorry about the rant. No, 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 but,
2: no but it's but there the are earth. sacred cows here. It's so just that they're the worst ones. There are. Yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, you brought a the perfect one. Yeah. I mean, criticized. you brought a perfect one up just now, right? I mean, not only that, I mean things like the Holocaust, mm-hmm. things like, uh, you know. There, there's a lot of sacred cows I was
1: sending someone uh, I sent someone that all the sacred cows aren't sacred
4: <laughs> like <laughs> for for example, the cows don't the things that the cows, that the yeah. things that you would yeah. think would be hallowed aren't right like for example oh, because look God. at Christmas season is coming up yeah God uh, they've made a mockery out of their own you yeah. know <laughs> their own <laughs> A tradition right it's when like that, oh jolly old saint nick like <laughs> like, if you know, we like had this guy's a buffoon you know <laughs> so yeah. it's it's all the things like that if you we had a real a real saint sacred. you would right you know absolutely like, would you, absolutely yeah. would you be making like a caricature out of a, yeah. an actual saint absolutely yeah. not so all the things <laughs> that are actually sacred are not listen but when that guy that aren't when are. that
1: guy made the uh put put up that lawsuit yeah. that he wants to be able to change his age right <laughs> so, so i said i said that to someone yeah. and they yeah. said they replied back as they said is there anything that's not mutable anymore is there are there any immutables anymore i said yeah your opinion on lgbtq issues mm. that you cannot change <laughs> you <laughs> can change anything else you can change age you could change well why not change race and ethnicity change weight and height right A woman change try. anything you want well, I mean, to identify a, her another, way? Is, I, no I, to change her race.
0: I mean, this oh, sounds like yeah. but
4: she was ridiculed for the same re- for yeah. I, non because, ironically, she was yeah. ridiculed because she was trying to change something that's a social construct. Because uh, it's <laughs> that, 100%, a 100% st- by the <laughs> way, that is a 100% a fake
2: category. Race. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's phenotypes that look yeah. more exactly. like one region yeah, or another, exactly. but race doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing. No, but they in ridiculed
4: life. her for trying to change the <laughs> social construct. As opposed construct. to something
2: that yeah. is it's in your DNA, it's in your right. hormones, yeah. it's in your genitalia. All of that, yeah, it's yeah, whatever you feel like. Exactly. Before we go down that road. yeah. Before we
0: go down that road. I mean...
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we almost made it through... The re- I mean, we, we,
0: we went through perennialism. <laughs> thing, we, went, um, we went all in today. <laughs> can, can, I just,
2: can I just add one thing? Shoot. Uh, because we're talking still about the praise and overpraise of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi right? wa sallam. sallam, I mean, how how can you people i don't think people even realize like they people just you have to understand that the that the prophet sallallahu alaihi is not just a historical figure that Allah sent you uh, the Quran through this is not it's not as simple as that his position in your life should continue today and it will be su- supremely important on the day of judgment yeah like you're not done yet with your relationship with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi he will be making he will be prostrating in front of Allah Making du'a for your salvi- for your salvation, until Allah tells him that he can stand up, Subhanallah. right? And he'll be saying, not not for myself, not for my family, not for my daughter, yeah. but for my ummah, my ummah. Hmm. And as we're being herded, pushed by these stern angels towards the pit hmm. of of hellfire, and we're about to cross over and fall into it. He steps in front of us وسلم, and the Sirat appears literally yeah. under his foot. The path to Jannah is literally under the feet of the, the Prophet What are you doing? Unbelievable. And, talk, and praise. Yeah, I'll give you praise. There's an angel named Ridwan mm. who's at the door of, of Jannah and he's been sitting there since creation. And he has been sitting on his seat waiting at that door since Allah created him. since yeah. before the creation of human beings. And he's going to be there and then the Prophet وسلم, will knock on that door and he'll say, Mean, right? Who is it? Yeah. And the Prophet والسلام, will say, Muhammad. And rudwan will stand up for the first time in honor of Rasulullah sallallahu And when he asks him for the keys, he'll say, I don't you don't need keys for this door. You don't need keys for this door. Everyone else did. Humbly. An angel that's guarding the door of paradise stands up for the first time in billions of years Only in praise of the Prophet So what are you adding to this? Exactly, what do you add? And how could you not do it? How could anything be on your tongue other than praise and honorifics? Yeah,
1: in many of the books that the name of the Prophet is written on the arsh And that Sayyidina Adam saw that on the arsh Saw that What are you going to add? of praise in this earthly life on pages of books here. When his name is right. already in the arsh. Right.
0: And that's why it like really bothers me when people say like oh you know there's like some shirk in the qasida burda or like you know yeah. uh, just just this... no, there's some jahiliya in
2: your in those statements. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> well people people really got to look at uh, read stories of the prophets sallallahu alaihi wasallam yeah, sh- shama'il stories mm-hmm. because uh, shama'il stories that's really and also meeting the the salihin and the awliya because they really they're the human reflection. Those people need to take Xanax. Years. Yeah.
2: Right. They need anti-anxiety medication because yeah. they're super pre- they're super worried that people are somehow going to fall into committing shirk.
1: shirk. Unfortunately, it- the biggest the biggest uh, scam that's been pulled on the Muslim Ummah is that that is an act of piety. To be afraid of excessive praise of the Prophet has been dressed up as an act of piety.
2: When has there ever been shirk of? With done through the Prophet sallallahu yeah. alaihi or of yes. the Prophet sallallahu alaihi never any 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 group of people that have fallen out of Islam, any individuals that fall, it's never been because mm-hmm. they've been like the Prophet sallallahu exactly. alaihi was so great yeah. Yeah. that I worship him. It's usually
4: because they're yeah. venerating other people. Yeah, they're venerating <laughs> yeah. other
2: people, other things. <laughs> There's the minor shirk that they go through every single day in their life. Yeah. You know, building tall buildings and buying cars made literally out of precious metals and stupid Some stupidity on. like that. But you're worried about the thing that he said not to be worried about? Yeah. And you're not worried about the thing... You're embodying and, the thing that he said yeah. to be worried about?
1: The Prophet said, <sighs> I don't fear shirk for my home.
2: No. And now, uh,
1: so... But he not, does fear o-
0: overconsumption. Yeah. Right now that you brought that up, right? Yeah. Um, there... You know, people always bring this example, especially, you know, people who are the you know, afraid of the sh- afraid of shirk, you know, people. Yeah. They'll bring this example up. It's like, Well, you know, there's people all across the globe that are, you know, bowing to graves and worshipping graves and yeah. you know, they, they, they don't even ask Allah anymore, all they say is like, Oh yeah, yeah Muhammad so, so. or they say, yeah, Abdul Qadir Jailani, oh yeah, yeah. Ali, yeah, you know, yes, yeah. Awesome and, yeah. Yeah. So I mean this is what people fear. They say it's like, Oh, but you know, you haven't seen these people. They bow to the graves
2: imagine if somebody was in a drought it's a drought it's terrible like they have in California all the time because of the almond growers and because um, of, c- of the vegans <laughs> the vegans are killing the, the, the a the, gallon the,
4: of water for each almond
2: yeah the vegans are killing California because of their stupid almond not milk. only they <laughs> killing California
0: I mean it's the other almond, end. but juice. the vegans Let's are like call called milk. it's all it's slurry. It's <laughs> almond slurry. Yeah. Vegans are causing like so many other like natural disaster problems. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, really? Like, like what? You know, like accelerating freaking climate change. And plus, you know. be, just <laughs> being just being generally annoying.
2: Yeah. Because every 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 one of them on social media, it's not like I'm Mike yeah. 3000. Because they always say I'm that vegan about uh,
4: carnivore, or carnivores. Like, I know that the but meat production is like sucks out all the water. But anyway, anyway. So
2: sorry, off topic. So there's a drought. Now imagine if somebody Is the leader of a community Says We're going to go out and pray For rain Because this has been going on For too long We're starving We can't grow crops yeah. Our animals are dying And he says You know We have authenticated A, a relic Of the Prophet Sallallahu alaihi wasallam, And we're, I'm going to put that on When I go out And Ask Allah to make it rain for us. Yeah. People would lose their minds already. They'd be like, What does that have to do with it, right? You think yeah. there's magic in it? And and then <laughs> and then <laughs> no, he goes. Not only say. that, I'm gonna take this person who is related to the Prophet mm. by blood for sure, related by blood, guaranteed, verified, right? Yeah. Bring him in and say to Allah, We're asking you through this relative of your messenger. People would excommunicate him And say that that person is a kafir But that person is Omar Ibn al-Khattab Who did it with Al-Abbas And with the burda of the Prophet (laughs) 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 So what are you talking about folks? So
4: adding on to Muin's uh, You know the uh, initial thing That he brought up A lot of people also then They'll go the other route and say Well you know that's different Because that person was was still alive For example and, and I hear that a lot from people.
2: The Prophet saw alayhi like... But I this mean, is after this the Prophet after, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. After, after the Prophet And sallam. Sallam. since he wasn't there, he had his cloak, and he brought his uncle, yeah. who was an old man at the time, abbas the father of Ibn Abbas, yeah. and 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 set, raised his hand and said, Ya Allah, we ask through the uncle of the Prophet yeah.
1: sallallahu alayhi yeah. wa sallam, yeah. sallam while wearing all, the Prophet's burda. It's, it's all about love. So you connect to Allah ta'ala yeah. through muhabba, through yeah. by loving what he loved, right? And by loving what his beloved loved, and so on and so forth.
0: But what if someone were to say that, hey, you know, isn't it better to just
2: ask Allah directly? They're asking Allah, <laughs>
1: yeah. but
2: they're saying, yeah, "I know yeah. that yeah. I'm not sufficient."
1: Yeah. Well, so, see, here's an, here's another thing too, though.
2: Why would you? An, why would Allah answer me? Like, look seriously. Why would Allah yeah. answer my du'a? Yeah. But what What if I say I, through my love of the Prophet sallallahu wasallam, S- or S- I S- ask S- you S- through S- your That's al- ad- exactly
1: the point. The point is that if we if we view ourselves as weak and unworthy. Right then we need to sort of list something that makes us more worthy. And connection and love of whom Allah loves makes a person more worthy. Just as Hajj makes you more worthy, yeah. because you you can do it to us by your actions. Hajj, someone who did Hajj, is more worthy of being forgiven than someone who stayed home. right? So likewise, the one's love for someone, or one's expression of love, and there should be some action based on it too, is... Makes a person more worthy, right, than without, especially when it's Allah's beloved. But here's the thing the, no one should make those debates the central figure or central issues of the subject of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi right. Right. Wasallam. Like these things have become uh distractions. These debates have become I just distractions. Walk away from them just point, yeah. 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 I mean, open up a book <laughs> uh, uh, of the prophecies of the Prophet wasalam, to see his care for the Ummah. Right. open up a book of his description on how he treated his sahaba and how uh, how many sahaba who had done wrong against him forgave him and how about a very simple thing to show you the 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 nature of the messenger peace be upon him have you ever heard of hadith where the prophet wa sallam, was indebted to a Jew yeah right have you ever have, you've heard a lot of these hadith right where the prophet i is indebted to a Jew hmm. have you ever wondered why is he indebted to a Jew when he has all those muslims right have you thought about that
2: no now
1: yeah, when he died his his shield and his,
2: and his sword were uh, being held by a, a jewish merchant yeah. that he had lent, that had borrowed he had borrowed money from oh.
1: so look at the mercy of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that he knew that no muslim would turn him down for a loan mm-hmm. so this is not a fair ground yeah. right so what if the loan is bad for him giving the loan he needs the money so he would never ask... The Muslims for loans He would go and ask The people who have No shyness In rejecting him For loans Because now that's An honest Business business transaction
2: It's what they call In the law in America An arm's length transaction
1: Uh, It's it's a mm -hmm. transaction
2: Done between Parties that are On equal grounding And they're not There's no other Relationship that can Influence it So the logic (laughs) is
1: The Yehudi Has already rejected Something greater He's told the prophet No on something greater Which is his claim Of prophethood so if that Yahudi needs the money and can't give the loan, he's going to say no. Right. He's already said no to something greater. But the Muslim will never, the Sahabi will never say no to the Prophet, peace be upon him, right. for that.
2: So he won't take so advantage. So the Prophet,
1: sallam, would not take advantage of that relationship to take a loan, Smart let alone take money from them, right? To take a loan Smart he wouldn't, love. right? And if you want to talk about ethics, that's what ethics is. Right. Like where is it that mm-hmm. power interests sort of right. disallow Nothing. you from doing right. certain things?
2: Moreover, at the yeah. peak of the Muslim power during his lifetime, right yeah. towards the end, he's still borrowing money for needs, rather than he has the yeah. entire he all never that they've conquered at that point is at his yeah. disposal. He's not a, an emperor king. Yeah, and he's just, not being rich. He and, never
1: asked Sayyidina Uthman or Abdurrahman bin Auf to bankroll like uh uh to or to support, anything personal. To, yeah, to, yeah, to support any of his personal life.
0: Uh, and just to just to clarify, when we say you know the. The needs that he had—that was that, like you know, I mean, the Prophet saw some. Did he wouldn't would, wouldn't he be able to get whatever he wanted anyway?
1: And from what? In what
0: sense? Like, what? Why would he need to ask a Jew? Was that to show us that you know? In the firstly,
1: dream, to show the permissibility, but secondly, also the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi did choose to be Prophet slave over Prophet king. Right, and so that means that he will not just use dua to get what he wants right away. Mm-hmm. That he will actually. Live the life of the impoverished.
2: That's like when his daughter came to him asking for a servant yeah, to help right. out. And he could have asked anybody and they would have gladly volunteered to yeah. be the servant of Ali and Fatima. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, he said, no, why don't you do this liquor? It's better for you. Yeah,
1: right. Subhanallah, 33. Alhamdulillah, 33 and Allah, 34 right. before sleeping. Right. That that was better than her having a servant. So, and they
2: were working hard. Yeah
1: they had right. they had to they pro- were not rich no they were poor
2: yeah and she said it's a burden on me with yeah. these children and the physical labor that i have to do can't yeah. you provide for me it's a servant on. and he said it's not appropriate yeah. Wow. I
0: so, mean, um, and so, like, I mean, the reason I brought up all of those things is, you know, people are afraid of, you know, like accidentally committing shit or something, right? Crazy, Because they think that, oh, you know, like, uh, what if I, like, you know, become too used to asking the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or, or what, you know, asking uh, what is he talking about? He, what, he's
1: conf- <laughs> sounds like the, that type of person has confused everything. They've confused all these sideline debates, right? Okay, so put toils aside, throw put it all aside, all those things, just put them all aside, right? right? Put graves aside, and just make the uh, the example of the Prophet peace be upon him central. Just achieve that first,
0: right. right? Now, now the reason I brought that up is, you know, the the same people who say this is like, you know, they'll say like, look. Look at the people who 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 overpraise the Prophet You know, like you know, they'll, they'll say, "Look at the people who overpraise like the Prophet you, you know, they're they're out here like killing the Shi'as and the Qadianis and the and the you know uh, X know. X, know X Y that, but... X Y and Z yeah. for you know like just yeah, generally. <laughs> yeah, they'll say it's like, "Oh, look at all the." I mean, you could be sectarian... a Catholic. We don't care. No, 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 they'll say, not... "Look at all the sectarian." We're
1: not conflict.
2: trying to wipe out the world because you don't believe in in the, in, in our religion. Yeah. You could be a different religion. Yeah. Be I, it uh, and ISIS yeah, but the thing is that they're transgressing
4: are? other bounds. So it's like, wh- what, well, what really, what yeah. example are they living up to? Well, in, ISIS in the first is not place, uh, if, they're, if
1: they're ISIS isn't a great lovers of the Prophet peace I'm be upon. I've never a, seen yeah. ISIS having a moment I've never seen yeah. ISIS really no. talking about the Prophet peace yeah. be upon. ISIS is not an example of Muslims <coughs> who love the Prophet. That's ISIS sure. is
2: not an example of Muslims. <laughs> period. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um just the idea of of uh Of bringing back something of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Forget the sideline debates and discussions, right? What supports our belief in him in the first place? Right. Right. And that is prophecies. And if there's an
2: issue, right? If there's a legitimate issue like blasphemy laws in Pakistan.
1: Yeah. Right. Would well, you have to address that on an individual a basis? A lot of people ask me to address it, but I'm not up to date on the no, issue. No no, I'm I saying like, like but if happens. there
2: is an issue then that has to be addressed yeah. by the parliament Somebody in that country. Moeen to address and that fix do it. On the podcast. No, no. What, talk about <laughs> Asiyah, what what happened? <laughs> He's talking about ASEAN. There was a there I mean, was a Christian woman lived in some village and you know, like like literally like rural people who have yeah. very very little formal education, etc. And some of her Muslim neighbors accused her of blaspheming the Prophet. Or something. Okay. And so there was a trial. I know that there is some question about the evidence and the propriety of it. Anyway, she was found guilty of it and sent in order to be executed. And then there was a... It got appealed up to, you know, the higher courts. And eventually the sentence was commuted. And over that, because of a statement that some politician made, some MP guy, that that we have to do something about these blasphemy laws and, you know, there's innocent people being... Brought into trial and found guilty or whatever He was killed by his own bodyguard Oh,
1: uh, okay You know, that this was happened like a couple years, years, ago, years ago Yeah.
2: And this is all around some Some farmer In some village in rural Pakistan Who may or may not have said Something blasphemous about the Prophet <laughs> <alayhi wa> <laughs> Meanwhile, she worships a man What do you care what else she does? Yeah. She's a Christian She's worshiping Jesus It's like She's blaspheming against Allah. Are you saying that that's you have true. to just go around killing all the non-Muslims? Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. That's, I don't know what part of the sunnah that is. <laughs> like, what else are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's not like she was actively, like, on a campaign of trying to disrespect mm-hmm. our religion. Or She's living in Pakistan. She knows better. She's not crazy. Yeah. And she wasn't, like, an activist. And she wasn't some kind of scholar. She's so a regular the, rural woman. What's the result? She was executed. Uh, I, I know, she's still alive, but she might be in prison. Oh, they're or she might trying be facing a new trial. Her, Allah okay. alam. I don't I, know those I don't details. Follow it but at true. the end of the day, by the way, there's some there were some like reasonable people, Muslims, who were saying that it's really just like beef between neighbors out really in the countryside. They're like Shh. it's like the Salem witch trials. Yeah. Right? Where some little girls Accused some lady that was mean to them of being yeah. a witch. Yeah. And they ended up executing like about a half a dozen people. By the way, the Salem witch trials was like I think at most like six people. Yeah, most like ten, maybe something like that. They make it sound like, like, it, was 10, like 6, it was like six. It was like six women and like two or three guys that were ex- that were killed. Uh-huh. Yeah, really? they make it sound like they were wiping out whole yeah, towns, yeah. It was like a handful of people.
0: Really interesting. I I actually always thought it was like you know like whole towns, like widespread,
2: right? Yeah, <laughs> really. I thought it was, it
4: was always only just like a handful. Of people. Yeah,
2: it was this one small community, like this one church, and it was like three, like ten to. It's like prepubescent teenage girls <laughs> yeah. who were like. I hate I, that broad I just always remember
4: How ridiculous Their criteria was In some cases Where they would like Attach a cinder block To somebody And be like Well if they If they come back up They're a witch Throw them And in if the river. they die Then they were a human. Yeah. If she floats She's a witch And, it's like, and like, if, if she, she dies She killed a human Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's <bananas. laughs> Anyway,
2: so it might be just a case of something like that. Like you don't like your neighbor who happens to be non-Muslim, so now you accuse them of saying something blasphemous, and and it's like hearsay. By the way, it's like she went into court and was like, "Yes, I believe such and such." It's just somebody said that she said it, and then the extra ju- judicial killing of someone else <clears> is like. You can't. It's, that's not part of his. And I know a lot of Muslims who are like, "Oh, that guy is a real lover of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam." And you people that aren't defending him for what? He, oh man, you. There's no trial. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You guys don't even have a mufti involved in this. This guy's a bodyguard. <laughs> he's like, a, he's like a security officer. He's like a police guy. Well, how's he? How's yeah. he coming up with the ruling on on killing this politician?
1: That's yeah. true. Which we you just made but, someone it's an order. Treachery. You made other people orphans, yeah, too. and you committed and widows. And,
2: and by the way, even in war, you can't be treacherous. Yeah, and this is not even a war. Yeah, like you're supposed to be protecting him, and you turn the gun on him. So that's why Moi is saying. <laughs> by the we're banned in Birmingham after that statement. One hundred percent.
0: What did you? I was sorry. I was like, he was just saying, saying that. He was just saying that. I was saying uh, that the
2: praising of that guy that shot the MP, his security yeah. guard, that that's 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 uh, Kenana. You can't do that. Yeah, it's 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 haram, I even in even in
0: war i'd be curious to what people think about so birmingham, in birmingham. were banned we're already well,
2: a- are already, we banned in birmingham that guy is a probably guy and every, all the brothers were like praising him after that they were saying that he was so great and that he was a real ashik <laughs>
0: how is your like how, how come you like do you do you re- understand or because you're always sending me these Urdu videos do i you? mean i
2: it's there's some persian in there there's some arabic in there there's a lot of english in there and uh you know you can figure it out from context usually <laughs>
0: he's always sending me Urdu videos and i'm like can you speak
1: Urdu? no not at all <laughs> so let's look at some of these things here
2: um I, w- I will just say one more thing in that regard while while she is uh pulling that up um shout out to our brothers in jersey city who are gonna have a parade oh yeah soon inshallah i, mean, I think this
1: weekend
0: like a maulid parade yeah, yeah the, the, the brothers at this the
2: the sunni oh, rizvi
1: oh, message i love, By the way, the, the, I love the, that message. yeah the the mayor of jersey city Greets them at the town hall. That's year. pretty cool. I mean, they march to the town hall. They the another, to town hall. The the mayor comes down. They should wash them.
2: their hands seven times. Once with dirt. <laughs> 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 I, I,
0: I wonder. I know somebody like. He's a that. war veteran. Somebody knows so like, the appropriate.
2: Oh, day I don't to know say who that. he is. Who yeah, is he? he's a, some former marine that's uh, now yeah. leader of the Jersey Free State City of ju City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you are saying? So that's
0: why we're banned in Birmingham, because you just praised the Barelis and then we called Muftiniyaz for a, for a, for a Dalila. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so so they, can, they can't figure out where, where, where we stand on things. That's <laughs> true. And then you, you just praised Tawassul earlier, too. So. All
1: right, so Nabuwa, firstly, it's Wahbi. It's given. You, it cannot be earned. Everyone knows that. Right. Now, there are some preconditions. Prophets must be free adult, male, and human i.e. not angels and jinn, right? prophets to us, right yeah
2: do the jinn have their own prophets? the
1: jinns have no prophets. Or they follow ours yeah, yes. and angels have messengers right, which deliver the message to the prophets really'm saying Jibril is uh, considered a messenger of the angels. so uh, one of the reasons that many people ask, well, can a prophet be a woman? right? And the answer to that is no, uh, for one reason is it's tawqifi. Tawqifi means that there's no answer. Allah doesn't supply us an mm-hmm. answer, nor is He obligated to. He just simply chose them to be men, just as He chose them to be humans, right? Is there a question of why can't they be jinn? Well, because He chose not to give jinn prophets. Right. Period. That's uh, that's it. So that's what the word tawqiifi means. It human means, supremacy. Yeah, human <laughs> supremacy. Right? It, it, it just means that uh, it's something Allah decided, and there's no answer. Like why is the hur for rakas Tawqifi I mean, why is Allah's name Allah? It's right? We could speculate. You could speculate. But yeah, you're right. It's not a proof. One of the wisdoms, they say, right, which again is part of speculation, is that if he is the prophet, he has to be an example. How is he going to lead the prayer? How are you going to learn how to pray? Women
2: women should lead prayers.
1: Yeah, the, the, that prophet, every man and woman should be allowed to see her prostrating. How could that be? Because how do you learn how to pray? Prophet well, says it, pray as you see me pray. You should so, teach
2: you should teach men not to not to stare at women yeah. and, in a sexualized manner. To see her in a Oh wait. Way. <laughs> so here's the real answer. Yeah. All pre modern societies were highly patriarchal and yeah. nobody was following a woman. Yeah. Nobody if a woman came with a message, people would be like,
0: Here we go. No good. Right. Yeah. right?
2: Like yeah. that's all it is. It's true. Like I'm just making a historical fact. All pre modern societies were highly patriarchal, mm-hmm. with like very few exceptions in some like remote area. You're sending a messenger to people that they're supposed to follow. The men won't follow because they were they were chauvinistic. They wouldn't even listen. listen. Right. They, they would have been like, listen, right. and and what what had what trials. husband or, <laughs> what husband, father or brother is going to be like? Go out there and <laughs> preach in the town square yeah. while they throw like garbage yeah, exactly, like, yeah. 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 absolutely. Like there would be murders all over the place. People uh-huh. would be
1: like, it wouldn't it wouldn't work. So yeah, yeah. what what father would allow that? No. Right. right. Exactly. What husband or, would allow or
2: brother that? or son? Yeah. Whatever the whatever the context is, no woman is going out there and getting physically and and, and verbally abused exactly. in the town square, and there's not going to be a blood feud
4: because yeah. of the nature of those societies.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, well, not, we're not. To, yeah. If there was a yeah. prop, there's no more prophets.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but if it's there not was not a prophet a problem, today, yeah. Allah yeah. yeah. uh, also right.
1: <laughs> look at certain things of hayat, right? Certain things of modesty that would be sort of modest, way more uh, sensitive for women that are sensitive for men. For example, the prophet I said them, uh, one time. Left the prayer line, sort of to teach us, right? Left the prayer line, came back after he had realized that there was some najasa, or not najasa because prophets don't produce najasa, by the way. Nothing from the prophet is considered najis. That's one of the rules of najasa. Anything that ever the front or back of a human, non-prophet is najis. No, no prophets don't produce najasa, but in any event there was something that for us would we wouldn't be allowed to pray with, which is semen, right? Well, the prophet saw son He came back, and that area around his waist was washed the garment was washed the rest of the garment was dry then he prayed with the people so the muslim men now know what to do because the prophet did it right in front of us right now that wouldn't be something that like a woman would want to happen for her right she wouldn't want people to know what's happening she wouldn't want people to watch her mix a love with how we're going to learn how to pray she wouldn't want people to like we know how the prophet used to take a ghusl, for example right does anyone want to know how? Who's going to describe? Yeah,
2: so her, her <laughs> husband that she married and who's a com, who's a transmitter of hadith yeah. is transmitting the hadith of how his wife made whistle? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> what, what kind of uh, what kind this uh,
1: yeah, guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about that every prophet has to lead wars? Right? has to lead wars. Yeah. How about that every prophet, like you said, has to be abused? Yeah. Right. How could a woman go and be abused? Right. Right. He, who would allow that right and so all these are reasons why the Lame prophet has to be an adult out. male uh, and human it makes complete sense yeah so these conditions are required so they can fulfill all these obligations right lead salah lead war be examples now prophet Yusuf salam, though was a jail and was a slave <clears throat> right but that was temporary so that's his temporary state right. so that's why we say when we say adult male and free for example uh, prophets have to be physically uh all uh, Intact All their limbs Their hearing Their sight Their speech Their limbs Have to be intact Why? Because they have to do Certain things They have to behave In certain mm-hmm. ways They have to Have families They have to go to war They have to lead mm-hmm. the salah Etc All these things So you never have a prophet Who is blind Prophet Does like yeah. a
0: deformity Like
1: Yeah No you not have a prophet Who is deformed You not have a pro- So prophet Yaqub Was blind temporarily This is so ableist Yeah This is very ableist <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Because he has to do this Right <laughs> Yeah which doesn't mean that someone with a disability, he has a great uh, tr- uh, reward, obviously. Yeah. Or differently abled, we should say. Right. Because that's but how it
2: is. Then. irrelevant. Yeah. It's
1: not what Allah chose for his messengers. For the messengers can't have it. Now, if someone says, well, I am I see people, and I've seen on TV, people with no arms, no legs, and they engage in certain sports, or they make videos about them, how they survive. right? And someone would imagine, well, that's a greater trial than the Prophet, peace be upon him. Because Prophet never had that, but I tell you, hold on a second. You don't know the trials that Rasulullah faced. He faced such trials that would make any human being go crazy.
3: Yeah.
1: For example, how about if you were told that in your family, that who's who's chewing and doing? It's sad. Are you? Someone's chewing. And I hear like, am I, I hearing something? <laughs> <Not> eating <laughs> oh. a thing. Is, is this something? Do you guys hear that? It's almost like I hear someone chewing in the mic or... I don't know if the audience hears this or not. Yeah, see that? You hear that? That's Oh, that's me moving moving my headphones. Oh, it's your headphones. Mm. It sounds like someone's moving their mouth in the mic, doesn't it? This thing? Yeah that's, yeah, what it is? yeah that's what it is oh okay it sounds like someone's moving their hand their their mouth yeah in front it's, not, of it's not just me smacking my lips over here <laughs> that's what i heard i was here and i was like i was so distracted yeah. by it the thing is, my hearing is really sharp one of the things i have that's really sharp is my hearing and it's actually uh one but of those blessings with that now alex
4: is passing around this cake that everybody's now going to eat on air
0: <laughs> which makes it, which now so, it way worse so for you it's way worse. <laughs>
1: You know the one of the one of the blessings that is actually really uh, almost like it creates a lot of pet peeves is that my hearing is really good, mashallah, Right? I can hear so many things it just drives me crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the that is really terrible sound Ye- though. Yesterday,
2: yeah. Uh, my wife says to me, <clears throat> "Did that? you hear anything in the back?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "No, but I couldn't hear it." And I was really? like, "No, I, I
1: know exactly yeah. what he was talking about." <laughs> so now, uh. Prophet Yaqub, he was blind, but temporarily, right? So that blindness doesn't count. Prophet Ayyub, it's It is impossible for a prophet to have something that would cause the people not to respect him, right? Such as any deformity of body. In every sense, they were within the average height and weight of the people, right? They always had more strength than anyone else and more intelligence and better eyesight and better hearing, right? They did not always have better eloquence, right? Or... They not always right. Why? Because what is their? What are they bringing from Allah? A book. So, in order for them to actually be made innocent of authoring the book, that people don't think that they authored the book, in many cases, the two great prophets who came with the two great books, the Torah and the Quran. The Torah is the first law. The Quran is also the final law. The, in that, in the case of the Torah, Prophet Musa as Allah created him. With the a lisp. in other words, that he caused an incident to occur in which Prophet Musa ended up putting a coal in his mouth, like everyone knows this story, the very popular, famous story that Prophet uh, uh, Musa was thought maybe he's the person who will uh, undo Pharaoh, right, and overthrow Pharaoh, because Pharaoh had this nightmare, this dream that uh, one of the children of Israel will uh, will will dethrone me. Mm-hmm. So he ended up being in their house. Right? So the magician said, well, see if he's intelligent or dumb. Put a date and put a charcoal. Right, So a, a hot coal. If he takes the date and he avoids the coal, then he's smart. Then be careful, you have to kill him. So if he takes the coal, then he's not smart. So he went to take the date, but Sayyidina Jibril moved him, took the coal, and he quickly put the coal in his mouth. Right, So he ended up with a lisp. From the burn. From the burn. Now, why is that so important? It's so important because he's going to come with the Torah. Right? he has to have a track record of non-eloquence. And because speech was hard for him, he was not a speech giver. He was very famous in Egypt, right? but he was not a speech giver. So when he came with the Torah, they're like, this is not from him. We know we know, he's not a speech giver. Well, Prophet Muhammad SAW also never <coughs> read or write nor wrote poetry. So when he came with the Quran, right, he had never given a poem in his life. Never recited a poem. Never in- authored a poem. What's other, right. man, what's really amazing too about the Prophet ﷺ is that if you
2: if you look at his hadith, his speech is beautiful. Mm. The, the the ability to convey so much meaning in so little words. Um you know, the economy of speech and the the, the, the beauty of the way that he does it. And yet the Quran is on a Ooh. whole other level. Something completely I'm, different.
0: And and that's the one, since you mentioned the Quran and reading it in Arabic, you know, earlier uh, if you don't if you just read like translation, right, and you're reading like a hadith and, and Quran, like if you don't know Quran well, like I mean you may think that you know, the words of the hadith are you know, they might it's like Quran or something, yeah. right? I mean, once you learn Arabic, that's one of the the, 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 the beautiful things that you notice that mm-hmm. the Quran does not sound like anything else. No, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like right? anything else. And by but, the
1: way, Quran uses people many people ask, why does Quran use certain vocabulary? And the Prophet uses different vocabulary. Have you noticed
0: this?
1: Yeah. It's such it's a wisdom it's to differentiate between the two. Yeah. For example, jihad in the Quran is not like jihad in the Hadith. When the Prophet uh. says jihad, he means war. When the Quran says qital, it means war. Mm-hmm. And when it says jihad, it means striving and struggling. Right? Um, and, and many other, f- other things. For example, sunnah, right? And hikmah. When the Quran uses the word hikmah, right, is the wise application of the Prophets. And we call that Sunnah. And the Prophet calls it Sunnah. Right. right? So he said, Man an sunnati. Whoever chooses another sunnah. He didn't say Man an hikmati. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> right we, whereas the <laughs> Quran says, Al wa Right. The book and wisdom. Now the wisdom applied becomes the sunnah. So these are some differentiators. And that's why not reading, not writing, not being a public speaker is not considered a, a, a detriment. It right. actually needed to be that way. And no one should say, that the Prophet so I said him was illiterate, rather they should say unlettered. Because there's a big difference. Illiterate means someone is incapable of learning how to read and write. Right. Right. It implies that, whereas unlettered implies that on purpose he uses other means besides letters. Okay. Now, uh, other things is that like Prophet Ayyub, they say that he had like a massive skin disease and worms were coming out of his skin. We don't believe that, right? Because no no person could follow a prophet who had this, uh, I didn't know that wasn't thing. uh, when
4: Prophet yeah. Yunus came out of the uh, the belly of what, the will, didn't he have like a, a, a skin like uh, wasn't his skin also? Uh, I've heard they say right? stuff
1: uh, stuff about him too, that yeah, the Israelite, really the- but, yeah. but, yeah. but yeah, ridiculous, yeah, right. they're ridiculous. So,
0: Ayub, and we don't believe that he said, right, that the, the- we
1: believe he was severely sick. But nothing disgusting. Not yeah. something that like would be wormful, disgusting, yeah. repulsive to people, repulsive, like yeah. worms coming out of his skin, or things that are said about him. Like who like could that. follow, right? Yeah. At time, right? At the time, especially at right. the time, the people right. would look at him and go, "What is this guy?" Yeah. yeah. And all right. and all right. the things, yeah. which I
2: think is why in the yeah. lot of yeah. the they do say these things about their prophets, because it's a yeah. way of
1: diminishing them. One of the things about the MBA is that in the study of prophethood, you end up studying what the Jews said about their prophets, because that's what you have to negate. Like, for example, you have to negate that uh, Prophet Sulaiman, salam, was iniquitous. And that ended up uh, being soft on pagans. And and eventually
2: left became a yeah, well, disbeliever.
1: Well, yeah, they say that Sulaiman, firstly, I don't think they consider him a prophet. They just think King Solomon, just King Solomon. And that he ends up dying a pagan, for example. So obviously we don't believe that. We don't believe that Nuh, alayhi salam, yeah. uh, was that a drunkard. was a oh, drunkard God. and that his people didn't <laughs> like him. Or that, or like his fa- even his family didn't like him. They have that, yeah. Like his family, like, oh my gosh, right? It's like a, a hassle. It's like what we don't believe that. I mean, if right? you want a he perfect, it was a beloved prophet you want to be his believers, right? Perfect
2: example of how they do this. Look at the stuff that they've written about, uh, about, say the medium yeah. Who is, you know, one of the we, we all know her her status among the women of in history, and they call her a prostitute. <laughs> So what? What are the, you can't take yeah. them serious on anything. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Now forget about Saint Nick, man. They, they, they they're, they're, <laughs> they're even their own. By the way, while we're on
2: the are, subject of disabilities, uh, <laughs> yeah. Asad earlier mentioned how people get upset about when people were saying, Hawking, yeah. "Tell Stephen Hawking to rest in peace," and then people are like, "Oh my God, why are you upset that we're saying that? Mm-hmm. How can you condemn this person?" Stephen Hawking was a guy who got divorced from his wife or wives because he was cheating on. This is a person that. Is in a wheelchair, right? Allah has dis- disabled him almost completely And yet he's still Like having affairs And che- he's yeah. totally immoral Going to strip clubs all the time Like he was, a de- he was like like a total sexual deviant Well, here's a question for him though did, So, did like he- on top of his kufr He yeah. wasn't even like a yeah. moral person by right. any standards He was, yeah. Abu- yeah. Like, you know, feminist? Yeah, he was like a woman abuser Yeah um, it's If funny, you w- it's because of- <laughs> Well, I
4: have a question on <laughs> it's that There's nothing to
1: praise him about yeah. I have a question Guy on sucked. that.
4: Rest in peace. Did he want that? Wouldn't it that? be better if they said, inna wa inna ra juun? Because that just means everybody returns to God. Yeah, fine. Right. Yeah, so that's, that's fine. just a statement of wait, fact. Wait a second, wait a 2nd It'd be better if they said that. Did he
1: want that for himself? Did he want Did what? he believe that there was an afterlife? No, he no. didn't so, believe it. So that's not? my, that's, that's, the, that's the one. I'll
2: give you the better one. Before anybody goes, oh, you guys are so mean. When my father, <laughs> when my <laughs> father because passed so away, and a few friends were like, oh, you know, <laughs> sending me messages of du'a for him. And I was like, don't do that. He wasn't Muslim. Yeah. You yeah. can't do it. Just, you, yep. just you know, we hope that Allah, whatever is the best thing that is due to him from Allah, and, you know, and that's it. And we can't say anything else. And I said that about my own father. So who cares about Stephen Hawking? Yeah. What are you people, you idiots. I think we,
4: ad- yeah, we, we addressed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, and that, and I might have happened mentioned this too. before, yeah, but when it happened. I
2: mean, like, Come on, man. I just wanted to bring up the fact that yeah. I recently learned that he was also yeah. like a pervert and uh, yeah. a womanizer. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised people aren't
4: saying it's the Somehow. same thing about like Stan Lee now. Oh, Stan Lee.
1: Well, he passed away. Because today. 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 Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Or at the time that this was recorded. It's a it's a matter of time before someone does say something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter he of time. He brought now. a
0: Spider-Man. Yeah, it's
1: just a matter of time. Now. Uh
0: Anyways, I think uh, we're hitting a good amount of time, so I think we can close. We're at like two hours, I think. Oh, we're really? Almost we stopped. are, yeah. Okay. Um, so any last... Uh...
1: No, but next week we can look at more of uh, Shema'il and uh, uh, Shema' descriptions of the Prophets. I sent him. So we'll continue it it's next week if awesome. you want. Inshallah, sounds and, good. And also the logical, the rational basis for belief in the Prophet, peace be upon him. Cool.
0: Sounds good, inshallah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Once again, I'd like to say, if you didn't hear earlier in the podcast, uh, patreon.com slash SS podcast or just search Safina Society podcast on Patreon and you'll be able to find us um, uh
1: all right. I think. Thank you.